It is about to go down. This this gonna be the one. This gonna be a real chill episode. I know that much. <clears throat> like I said, I I was just doing a test run. Y'all currently missed it, so I just had to get comfortable real quick. I had to act like this was my home. I'm currently watching the Heat versus the Celtics game one NBA uh, East final. You feel me? Uh, I had to grab my blanket real quick. You know, one. Get comfy in this bitch real fast, you know. Uh, I, I, ooh, I got some shit to talk about for this episode. This is gonna be a good one, a real good one. <clears throat> yeah. For y'all that's uh, tuned in to the finals and whatnot, you know, let me know who y'all going for. I think, I don't know. I think Celtics might might win it, but you know, I haven't really been paying too much attention to um, Heat. And Celtics, that boy Jimmy Butler's a monster. Yeah, that's a problem right there. I don't, I don't know though. I'm, I'm gonna say Celtics. I'm gonna still say Celtics. Oh, he got the ball. It's ninety-seven, ninety-two right now. That five and a half minutes left in the fourth quarter. This must have been a good game. I don't know. I missed it. I just tuned in probably like 10, 15 minutes ago. I still wasn't even paying attention for real because I was trying to get ready. <clears throat> yeah, man. Man. I'm going to go ahead and say this before I even get started, y'all. Hey, I apologize for anybody I've ever debated with when I said Martin was better than Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Cancel that. That statement has been officially canceled by me. Like, I, I can't even agree with that no more. Like, just for the simple effect that you can literally re- relate to way much more shit on Fresh Prince than you can on Martin. I don't know. I mean, you were able to relate more to it as a kid, of course. You know, Martin was that adult-like shit. So, as a kid, you trying to watch it, you don't really get it, but... Niggas done grew up off that Fresh Prince. Favorite episode of Fresh Prince of mine? Um, I don't know. I'd probably say when um, they was going for that um, to become a fraternity brother and Will Smith took up for Carlton or whatever and they was trying to play Carlton to the left. I don't know, cause you can you can catch the Big Brother vibe in that episode for real from Will Smith. That's that's that cousin love that's supposed to be given. You know. Yeah, the thirtieth um, thirtieth anniversary for Fresh Prince was just this past weekend. I guess um, the Fresh Prince of Bel Air Mansion was up on Airbnb for $30 a night. Can you imagine being in that mansion for at least maybe four nights for just $30? Nigga, what? I would do everything in that goddamn mansion. Everything. I'm definitely getting in the pool. You can't tell me different. Coronavirus ain't stopping that. I'm not sure what happened, but I guess they posted it, and then, like, real shortly after that, it like it was taken down or whatever. Like, damn, somebody caught that shit real quick. Yeah, man. 
I definitely I, I, I fuck with Fresh Prince because I'm I'm usually like so Fresh Prince and Martin both come on at the same time in the morning. And of course I work from home. You feel me? And um I always try to find something to watch while I'm working and whatnot. And I'll always end up picking Fresh Prince. Like it never fails. <clears throat> There will be some 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 days where I'll choose Martin, but other than that, I'm really watching that watching that Fresh Prince. Yeah, shout out to um, Will Smith, man. Rest in peace to James Avery. Love always and forever. That's the real Uncle Phil. That's always gonna be the real Uncle Phil. You can't you can't switch that Uncle Phil out. Not like how y'all did Aunt Viz. Uh uh-uh. uh. You can't even. <laughs> I remember uh, this one episode on Wild and Out. They were doing a comparison between the light-skinned Aunt Viv and the dark-skinned Aunt Viv. Um, and one of the big boys started doing the dance move. If y'all remember the episode where Aunt Viv was doing some some type of dancing class or whatever. And she went in that bitch and showed the fuck out. Old boy was doing the same dance that dance routine that she was doing on uh, the Wild and Out show. That episode came on today, and I just remember like, oh yeah, light skin Aunt Viv could never, never top dark skin. Like after that episode, ain't no way in hell. What can you do that's gonna top? Nah, nah. Man, summer is officially over, y'all. That shit crazy. It, it it's not even like it really came. Like it wasn't even like it was here. Like it visited for like a couple of days and then it dipped out. This coronavirus shit, man, really got. Mm. I don't know. Like it got summer canceled, but at the same time, I'm starting to see like eh, coronavirus ain't being talked about a lot. We might talk about it. We might talk about it. But yeah, man, kids is back in school. That virtual training—not uh, even training. I'm sorry, virtual learning, virtual schooling. Shout out to all the parents. <laughs> I know it hurts. I know it hurts. I, I know it can be difficult, man, with these kids not wanting to pay attention in class. Some of these kids really not understanding, like, the scenario on what's going on around the world and shit. You feel me? They still feel as if it's playtime no matter what. Even with them being at home, like, I feel like some kids just feel like, oh, we can still do whatever. Nah, nah, nah. You got to get up and start getting ready for school, man. You know the drill. You know exactly what it is. Yeah, I see a lot of parents be um, struggling, or at least they post about it and whatnot, like, with their kids. And, yeah, man, everybody deserves a drink. (laughs) Everyone. I did see this one post, though, just a a little humor for you parents out there. Um, They said something. 
like, oh, yeah, everybody's kids done went back to school, and all I can see is uh, little call centers running around on my timeline. I said, damn, if you think about it, bro, these kids are looking like call center representatives. <laughs> That's fucked up, but I mean, hey, now y'all see what happens. In a, in a way, in a way, you feel me? You're the one that's learning and paying attention and shit. But it's crazy. Man, speaking of call centers, man, listen. Customers are not always right. Don't listen to the hype. I don't care what your company tells you. I don't care what your business tells you. Customers are not always right. You know, and it, it drives me crazy how customers be feeling like, oh, I'm the customer you're supposed to do this, that, and the third when I call. Like, hold on, man. Time out, time out, time out. Hold on. First off, like, I'm I'm a human just as much as you. You feel me? Like, the only thing I'm going to do when you call in is provide you the information that you're looking for. Now, if the information that I provide you is not the answers that you want to hear, I'm sorry to tell you. This is the answer that I'm giving you because this is the answer that the policies and the procedures go by. Customers always want to argue with you like, nah, I don't, I don't care what you're telling me. This, that, and the third. I know there's another way around it. I know you guys can do this, that, and the third, and you're going to do it. Sir, I can't, I can't do that. <laughs> I'll be trying to tell them, like, listen, I'm, I can't do it. I'm not skilled to do it. I can get you over to somebody else who can, who can assist you. And our whole times been have, they've been on fire for these past couple of weeks so like everybody is waiting you're th- you're talking like 45 minutes hour hour and a half you feel me two hours even so they're already pissed granny it's your your job will still be like when situations happen like that you know you still want to just be courte- courteous and be be mindful that they had to wait Oh, I, I do apologize that you had to wait that long. You know, for for you waiting that long, I would like to get you all taken care of so you'll be right to go and you can attend back to your business. They don't give a fuck about that shit. All right? People do not care. They don't care. When they're having a problem, they're mad. And when they're mad, they're going to take it out on the person who answers the phone. All right? Is the customer right for doing that? No. You know, because once again, customers are not always right. I don't care what perspective your job will try to put it into. But sometimes you just got to be like, all right, man, listen. Like, you just got to you got to let them know what the hell it is for real, because sometimes people don't want to just hear. Oh, what what can you do for me? They don't want to hear that. They want to know what the fuck can you do right now? And sometimes you don't have the answer for that. And there's nothing wrong for not having the answer for that. Because if you can't do something right then and there when the customer is asking for it, then they're just going to have to wait the time frame. I'm just saying customers are not always right. I hate the customer service field of work because I I come from collections. All right. Now, in collections, 
you're not going to talk to me any type of way. Period. Even with customer service, you still not going to talk to me any type of way. I won't allow it. And you're not going to get away with it. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> no, I, I just wanted to talk about that for real because I don't I don't know. <clears throat> I think people, I think, I, I I just think some people take the word customer service too lightly. Ooh, game almost over. It's 105-103, Boston. And they got the ball. Ooh. Shot clock. Yeah, we can, um. I think I'll, I'll, I think I'll talk more about it later on maybe not on this episode maybe on another episode maybe i don't know listen i know my customer service skills aren't a one but nigga i will definitely go off of what the customer gives me so if you're giving me a shitty attitude i might give you one back depending on how you talk to me if you're being kind and sweet with me then you know i might be able to work with you no i might I might even start a little conversation with you just to see how your day is going. Maybe. Depends on how you talk to me. All right. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. 23 seconds. Ooh. Damn. Miami just shot a three. That was Butler? That was Butler. Mm. Mm mm mm. Whoop. Game time. I mean, the game is still going, so we're going to see. All right, guys. I want to thank you guys again for tuning in to another episode of Just Another Podcast Show. Of course, you already know who I am, your favorite podcast host. I am from Jupiter. This is episode 18 of season two. Riding out to summer tunes. Now, the reason why I named it this riding out to summer tunes is for the simple effect that you got to listen to the tunes for the episode on SoundCloud. So if you're not listening to this episode on SoundCloud, I understand. But vibe out with me. All right. This is going to be a good episode. I feel like this is going to be a good episode. It's just me on the mic, you know, so I'm really in the living room chilling. Talking with myself. <clears throat> you know, getting comfortable. I'm in my zone. Got my blanket. Alright. But no, this episode is just basically, you know, summer's over, man. So, let's go ahead and just ride out to some tunes, that some smooth tunes for this ride. You know, might, might even pass a little weed on this ride. You know, it's, it's good for the health, right? I think it is. Just don't get pulled over. Trying to get home. So, on this episode, I got a few topics that we're going to talk about today. Um, I really don't know which topic to start off with first. Because I feel like everything is going to be good shit. Well, I guess, you know, since this has been a continuous topic that I've been discussing on the episode. <clears throat> I'm still not going to apologize to Meg Thee Stallion. However, we could go ahead and talk about the fact that Tory Lanez 
did apologize to Meg Thee Stallion for shooting her toes. Now, we've all been waiting for the reason to why Tory Lane shot Meg Thee Stallion. Sources were going around saying, oh, Meg Thee Stallion was beating on Tory Lane's. Sources were also going around saying, oh, Meg Thee Stallion seeing that Tory Lanez was flirting with Kylie Jenner and Meg Thee Stallion and Tory Lanez got something going on, this, that, and the third. No. Whatever you heard is what we all heard. However, we've all been waiting on the one person that made the action to actually speak out. And let us know what happened. So, this nigga came out and said that he was drunk as fuck. So, and and then, mind you, how he sent his apology. By the way, they're going into overtime right now. 106-106. Mind you, this nigga sent a text message. To Meg the Stallion saying that he was apologizing. He didn't even call her. Nigga could have sent a love letter with all the love songs that he done made throughout the past. He could have even put it in a song and sent it to her or some shit. I don't know. But the nigga sent her a text message, a blue bubble. My bad, Meg. I was drunk as fuck. My bad, Meg. I ain't mean to shoot you, man. I was just drunk as hell, man. Meg, you still love me? My bad. I really didn't mean to shoot you. You know, it was just we had too many drinks. I didn't know what the fuck was going on. I was too intoxicated, and I just bust my gun. You wasn't listening to me. Tori, what the hell, bro? Like, now, granted, I'm still not going to cancel you. Because I'm still going to listen to your music. However, you are a fucked up nigga. <laughs> like, I, like, you can't even really justify that. Like, you were drunk as fuck. That was the reason why you shot her. You were drunk. You really couldn't control yourself. You have been that fucked up to where you had to shoot Meg the Stallion. So what, y'all was arguing in the car, and you just got tired of her yelling at you, and you just said, you know what, fuck it, bow, shut your ass up, like, what, I, you know what, I I can't support it, but I support your music, you know, just like, there's people out there that can't support R. Kelly, but they support his music, there's people out there that support Chris Brown, but or no, that don't support Chris Brown. However, they support his music. So, as a person, I feel like, yeah, I, I don't know. You you may have lost me. Like, and the crazy thing is, like I said previously, like, Tory Lanez was doing so good, man. And my nigga was literally on the come up. Like, 2020 was his year. 2020 was it for Tory. It was it. It, it was it was the one. This was, this was going to be it. And then, boom. Oh. He shot Meg the Stallion because he was drunk as fuck. That's amazing. Like, yeah. I fuck with your music. I just want to put that out there. I just want to make sure we got that understood. Like, I still fuck with your music, you know. 
but I don't know, Sorius. If a nigga was to pop off at you, like in the streets and whatnot, and you ain't got security or anything, you know, niggas might have to just do you in dirty, bro. You might just have to take that L because, like, that's not no. Granted, you really didn't have a legit reason to begin with to shoot Meg the Stallion because, one, she's a female, you know, and nobody was ever putting it past that. Like, that, and that's what the whole argument was <clears throat> back then. A lot of people were just arguing about the fact, like, oh, well, why does it matter that he shot her, this, that, and the third? The problem is that he shot her. Like, duh, we know that. Like, nobody's disputing that he didn't shoot her. He shot her. Niggas just want to know why. Even even with knowing why, you know, it still wasn't going to put past, like, oh, nah, you, you're not a fucked up nigga, bro. You still cool. Nah, Tori is still a fucked up nigga. <laughs> I just think that that reasoning was a dumbass reasoning, you know, but. Yeah, it's his world. Live by it. Um, ooh, 108, Boston up. So, I guess, I and I didn't read into this, but I seen it. I seen it hit my news feed or whatever. Um, I guess they ended up uh, seeing aliens out in Venus. Aliens were spotted out in Venus or whatever. I don't know, for people that's freaking out about it. You know, uh, newsflash, if you're not aware, they've been had aliens. Aliens have been in this universe before it hit Venus or before you guys seen the news that it was in Venus. You know, I I still believe there's aliens on this planet. That's just my opinion. You know, Area 51 is still a real area. <laughs> I'm not going to talk about it because I don't know too much about it. However, aliens have been real. Um, And I think people who don't believe in aliens shouldn't say they believe in God. Now, give me a moment before you try to come at my neck or before you stop listening to this episode. I want you to hear me out real quick. So God is not a being. You feel me? So God is there's granted there is a God within everybody in the world. Yes. Yes, that is true. But God is not of being of our species. So you can't say that you don't believe in aliens, but turn around and say you believe in God. In my opinion, that's just my opinion at the end of the day, because I think every, they all go hand in hand. You know, uh, God is real. Um, God is a being, but he's again, not a being of our species. So... I would look at it as if God is an extraterrestrial. Um, But then on top of that, you know, there's something that I've seen like years ago. I forgot what year it was. I want to say it's either 2000, 
2012 or 2013, <clears throat> I was watching the History Channel channel randomly, and I seen that they were talking about angels and aliens. They were also talking about guardian angels. Now, I'm going to try to remember this real quick so I can place it on the episode because I enjoyed watching it. So they were discussing how guardian angels are the angels that sit on your shoulders. You have two angels on both sides. You know. Um, that information I remember. The other one I remember is how they were trying to compare the dip, uh, the two uh, between aliens and angels. Basically saying how angels are not of this of this earth just as much as aliens. And they were calling angels <clears throat> extraterrestrials. Makes sense to me. Because again, they're not of this earth. Now, conversations that we had back in the day like that, like where we was talking about the Egyptian gods and, um, yeah, the 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 Mayans, um, what's the other one? Um, um, oh, I can never forget. I can never think. I, I always forget the name of it, but it starts with an A. Um, Anunnaki. Yep, Anunnaki's. Um, so those type of conversations that we had back in the day, I believe all, all that stuff. You know, I do believe in God. Like I said, I believe. God is within all of us. Um, I believe in a spiritual power. You know, um, like I, I look at God not on a religious level. I look at God on a spiritual level because, like I said, He's within all of us. Now, religiously, I just think mm, it's man-made. Anything that's really man-made is ran by, you know, um, but. Aliens are real. <laughs> at the end of that, at the end of the day, now, of course, nobody that you may know or you personally, you haven't seen an alien. But have you also have you ever seen an angel? Have you ever seen God? You feel me? So it's like, I I don't know. I just think people can't just be one sided with shit like that. You know, like. Mer like even with mermaids I believe in mermaids I believe mermaids are real again why because it's it's not of this being you feel me it's not one of us it's not a being of our species I believe it's real and I believe it's an extraterrestrial and just as much as I believe in mermaids I believe there's a god I said I don't know. I used to see uh, videos too back in the day um, where they showed like a mermaid. I think they was like in a submarine or some shit, and a mermaid was swimming. Came across the window of the submarine, looked at, looked in the window, and then pushed away. I was like, "Oh shit!" So yeah, I believe in that shit. Oh. Ooh, if y'all like Stranger Things, it, uh, season four comes out September seventeenth. Ooh, I can't wait. 
I can't wait. I'm oh, I'm binge watching the shit out of that show. I love Stranger Things, man. Stranger Things. Listen, the ending of season three had me so confused. Well, it had me confused once I seen the trailer for season four. I was like, yo, I thought he died. I forgot his name. But it, it was the co- We'll talk about it. <laughs> we will talk about it. That is not a part of this episode today. However, I can't wait for Stranger Things. The only reason why I brought it up because it came on the commercial. Uh, Boston. Ooh, Boston down by one. Yep. Miami 113, Boston 112. Just to keep y'all updated. Well, it's not even really going to matter because, yeah, by the time you hear this, <laughs> you already know it won. Um, the next thing I got for you guys today. Um, did you guys know about... I'm not really into this show. I never really watched it. Um, I just thought it was crazy who happened to be on the show. Um, So the show that I'm referring to is Dancing with the Stars. Now, some of the guests that are on there, of course, we're familiar with. Uh, Some people like Nelly, Vernon Davis, Sky Jackson... Um, Nev Shulman, maybe even Caitlin Bristow. Uh, what about I think Jeannie Mai? I may have said that wrong, that name wrong, but I believe that's Young Jeezy's girl, you know. But <clears throat> the one name that caught my attention today when I seen this shit was Carol. Fucking Baskin. What the hell is she doing on Dancing with the Stars? Now, of course, some of us are familiar with that name. I'm only familiar with it. I don't know too much on the backstory of Carol Baskin and her husband, uh, the Lion King, Tiger, Tiger King or whatever it was. Um... But, yeah, I know she has something to do with his murder or something like that. And I believe she did it. She looks like she did it. But she happens to be on the show Dancing with the Star. And I was like, oh, okay, kind of interesting. So then I looked further into it real quick. And I seen. Well, if I can find it. Yeah, I seen that the family of her missing husband bought out the commercial that was airing her debut. And I was like, oh, all right. Well, this is really interesting. So I had to listen to it. I kind of want you guys to hear it as well. Assistance. All we're asking is justice for Don. Don Lewis mysteriously disappeared. 
family deserves answers. They deserve justice. Do you know who did this or if Carol Baskin was involved? A hundred thousand dollar reward has been funded. You can call the tip line at 646-450-6530. Or call our office at 800 litigate Thank you. I'm Gail. Nigga, a hundred thousand dollar reward, nigga. I would have turned her the fuck in right then and there. Like, oh, she's on Dancing with the Stars. Like, get her ass, right? Get her ass. Like, what? One of them cast members better uh, listen. A hundred thousand dollars. She's right here. Like, oh, you want her phone number? You can reach her here. Like, hell nah, bro. Like the minute I would have seen that, I just would have been like, uh, director. You trying to go half on this or what? You know, I'm trying to get paid. <laughs> $100,000 reward to turn Carol Baskin in. Uh, again, I never watched the documentary. So, like I said, I don't know too much of the backstory behind it, but I believe she did the shit. And y'all need to start turning these white people in. All right? Period. Because white people get away with a lot of shit. How her husband missing... Since 1990-something, and ain't nobody did nothing or asked her no type of questions. Or have her restraint somewhere. The system is backwards. But, alright. <clears throat> but, yeah. And I'm I'm not even gonna watch that show. <laughs> I just thought it was funny. Like, how the hell you end up on there? And I, I think there's a video going around of her actually dancing, so I'm not too sure if it was good dancing or if it was bad dancing. I just know she's on the show, and somebody better turn her ass in, period. Um, Man, shout out to my nigga Lil Baby, man. What? Sagittarius boy's in the motherfucking building, man. My, my, my nigga ended up pulling out. Pause with two time platinum album towards his my turn album from this year. Two time platinum. Y'all can't say my nigga little baby is not hard anymore. Like y'all just can't do it. Y'all can't. How the hell this nigga become two time platinum in the same year he dropped? I think he said within like six months or some shit like that. Cause what it dropped in. February, I believe. I I believe it's because of the deluxe version, though. That definitely helped, you know. But mm, 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 mm. two times platinum, man. I re- I remember the time niggas was like, um, when he dropped the bigger picture, <clears throat> and niggas was just like, oh yeah, little bit, y'all y'all acting like little baby hard. This and the third, he weak. Blah, 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 blah. Little baby trash. Nah, bro. Little baby being hard. Period. I used to think Gunner was better than Little Baby. It's definitely the other way around. Mm-mm. Gunner ain't even seeing Little Baby. And I, I remember another time some nigga said that uh, Little Baby wasn't lyrical. I was like, bro, what? Like, all right. I'm going to go ahead and head out. Like, I'm going to just leave the conversation. You're a whole young nigga. I think you're around the same age as Lil Baby. And you're up here talking about some, he's not lyrical. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. He's lyrical for his age group. I put it like that. But I fuck with him. Lil Baby ain't never did 
did wrong this way. He got a couple weak songs to me, but other than that, you know, I fuck with Lil Baby. So shout out to Lil Baby for hitting that two time platinum. That's that's good shit, my boy. That's good shit. You know, I can't wait till his next album. And I already know his next album, he gonna spaz because Lil Baby be feature, he be spazzing on these features. I mean, I don't know. If you don't like Lil Baby, then we might we might not be cool. We might not even be friends. I might not even like you, period. But moving on. Big Sean, Detroit 2. Detroit 2, my nigga. You did a good job. Uh, I, I got to say, like, I, I can't even, I can't even really say this album was a weak album. You know, it is definitely better than most. I can say that much, but it, to me, it's not a weak album. He did. He, he did a good job. I personally gave Detroit two a seven and a half out of ten. You know, um, I think my expectations for Detroit two was to be somewhat similar of Detroit, you know, so I think that's the reason for why I'm giving it just a, a few loss of points, but I, I believe I'm starting to understand more the reasoning behind the album, you know, just as well as looking at the cover of the album. Cause you definitely want to go ahead and give big Sean his flowers, man. Big Sean definitely put in a lot of work. He put in a lot of work to get to where he at, and I, I can't, I can't necessarily say I'm, I'm upset with this album, you know. Um, let me see. I'm just scroll, I'm scrolling through the, um, yeah, and the features that he had on there were actually pretty dope. The, the one thing I'm waiting on is another 2088 album. Definitely waiting on that. Um. Now, one song I was actually surprised by was the one song that I believe was going to be one of the weakest songs on there. And to me, it's actually not. Um, Big Sean and Lil Wayne, Don Life. Now, me personally, I believe Big Sean and Lil Wayne's collaborations are terrible. I don't think they have any... They might have maybe one good collab together, but I'm pretty sure that's featured with somebody else, possibly Drake. Um, but I'm just, I don't know the name of the song right now, but I don't like their collabs. However, this Dawn Life was actually a good, it was a good mix, you know, um, yeah, I like how he had my nigga Meat Mill playing on there. He had somebody else on there. Um, I I I think Tunchi Tunchi was giving out like Tunchi vibes. Maybe I I don't know. It was good. It was good. No, I'm not gonna lie. Um, but I I won't I won't give those two too much flowers together because I don't I really don't like their mix. I don't. However, like I said, it this was a good one. Friday Night Cypher. Niggas was snapping on that. 
And I love the fact that Big Sean brought nothing but Detroit rappers on this track. Even brought Cash Doll on there, you know? Like, nigga definitely showed some love to black women. You know, he's like, listen, Cash Doll, you snap. I fuck with your music, and you're also from Detroit. Let me put you on this cypher. And Cash Doll went in on it. I'm I'm not going to hold you. I liked it. I liked it. Um, The one verse I was actually afraid to listen to was Eminem's verse, you know. Eminem, to me, low-key fell off within these past couple of years. Um, so once his verse came on, I wasn't really paying too much attention to it. You know, I kind of just blanked it out. But everybody else, I liked it. Um, 42 Doug, I ain't like his. I ain't like his. And for real, for real, I don't, I don't like 42 Doug on anything if L- him and Lil Baby are not doing a song together. That's just my opinion. 42 Doug is not that sweet on anything. Um, but no, nah, the cipher was the cipher was good. The cipher was good. I like the beat switch ups that they had going on as well. You know, niggas was snapping. I think Big Sean had what two two different beat switches, and he he went in. Um, feed is a good song. I, I like I like that song. I like that song. Um, one of my favorite songs on there is. I'm not even about to try and pronounce this song because I know I'm going to get it wrong. So it's the song with him and Travis Scott. Harder Than My Demons. Um, and Body Language. Body Language is fire. And you guys, well, if you're listening via SoundCloud, then you know what time it is. Um, the other song, the other song that I fucked with, Guard Your Heart, Anderson Pack loaded on it. All right. I, I I feel like Anderson Pack doesn't get enough recognition for the music that he creates. And he did a good job on that song. Him and Wale did a gr- great job on that song. You know, definitely got to got to shout these niggas out. Um but yeah, Detroit 2 gets a 7 7 and a half out of 10 from me. I fuck with it. It can it can get played in the car. Uh, let's see, let's see. So, man, what is going on in the world when it comes to black love and all these breakups, man? Like, it's wild to me, like, because even, even, even with that shit hitting celebrities, like, that shit low-key is hitting home as well you know like i know people that are going through breakups or that are going through scenarios with their significant other or their past significant other and you know it's it's situations and scenarios that they're not wanting to deal with or wanting to be in and it's just like damn just a year ago you couldn't wait to be with this person forever you know you was you was happy and you was excited this was the person who you was gonna marry this is the person who you stated wanted your kids. But then it's just like everything switches up after time goes by. And I don't I don't know what it is, but man, black love and breakups have literally been at a high rate. At least in twenty twenty, they're they've been at a high rate. Um <clears throat> 
So I guess Cardi B and Offset are getting a divorce. <laughs> uh, I mean, that was bound to happen. I mean, if you think about it, Offset, off, Offset don't even look like the nigga that's even ready to be married. Damn, that's another Sagittarius for you. That's crazy. But, <laughs> I mean, he he didn't seem like he was ready to settle down for real, you know, because you got somebody that's trying to be all about you, you know. Offset done got caught a few times cheating and whatnot. I think he also had a, a baby. I think he had a break baby. Or he had a, I, I don't know. I could be wrong, but I don't know. Offset being getting caught cheating or whatever. So it's just like, damn, my nigga, like, what what was the whole purpose of marrying her in the first place? Like, was it just to, just to say that you got her so you can keep her? Or did you actually really want to be with her? And, and or did you want to be with her and, as time went by, you were just starting to just be like, you know what? I don't want to do this anymore. So you weren't afraid. You were afraid to actually just tell her like, yo, listen, I think we may need to split apart. We may need to break apart, do something so that, you know, we can both get our minds together and whatnot. Cause as of right now, you know, things don't look like they're working between us. You rather turn around and just go and cheat instead. That was your end result. Like that was the end game for you. I I don't know, but I don't I don't think Offset was ever ready to marry Cardi B. I think Cardi B was ready to marry Offset, but it was never the other way. Mm-hmm. You know. And then at that time, it's just like Cardi B was just getting up on her feet. You know, her name was getting out there. She was really becoming big. Here come Offset. Yeah, I'm about to snag you up. Offset was being a nigga. Offset was being a complete nigga. Swoop her up. You know, be, be there for her as much as possible that she needs you to. You know. Take care of her, feed her, love her the way that you believe is the right way to love her. Get her pregnant. And then just start doing other stuff with other chicks. Just start cheating on her. I don't know. Offset ain't never been a right nigga. You know. He don't look like a right nigga. (laughs) They're getting a divorce, and from from what I heard, it was because of the fact that he got caught cheating again. That's what I seen, but I could be wrong. Um, another thing that's going on with that, I guess, um, they were wondering at first if she was trying to get full custody of their daughter. Come to find out, and I just found this out recently, she is trying to get custody, full custody of her daughter, and. I'm starting to question there, like, 
I wonder if it could be just more than cheating. Because what would be the purpose of her wanting to get full custody of her daughter? Like, what would be the reason for why she would want to keep her daughter away from him? Now, if it's because that he was cheating on her, then I I would have to say, Cardi, you're being a little petty. You know, you're being a little petty and a little bitter. You might have to let that shit go. But if it's for something way more than just cheating and it actually has something to do with their daughter and or herself. Then it might be a feasible reason. But we don't know, you know. At the end of the day, you never want to take a kid away from their father. You never do, especially if the father wants to be in the kid's life. But if you got reason behind it, I say protect yourself and protect your child. That's just my thoughts. Um, but yeah, man, um, another, another breakup that's going on. Um, Oh, damn, he got crossed. Another breakup that's going on is fucking um, Ray J and Princess. Now, from what I took in is that Princess filed, I believe Princess filed a divorce on Ray J first. But now Ray J is turning around and filing a divorce on Princess. So, I'm not too sure what happened, but from, like, the little the little shit that I have seen in regards of their relationship, they were never going to last long. Ever. They were never going to last. Because they, they could never get along. Like, if you guys were into loving hip-hop and shit, and I think they had their own TV show and whatnot, like, they was always arguing and fighting and bickering and just doing the most, man. And, like, I don't know. You could tell that relationship was just going to fall apart eventually. Like, it just wasn't meant to be. You know? I I, I bet you anything right now, Ray J's one wish is that he never got married with Princess. Maybe. His one wish could be he never even met her. His one wish could be that he was with somebody else and had a baby with somebody else. Maybe one of his little ex-flings that he used to date. Maybe his one wish is that he was dating or had a baby with one of the girls that he was cheating on Princess with. Ray J is a cheater. All right. He was definitely cheating on Princess. However, it's like, man, Princess fine as hell. Like, what would make you even want to make that woman that angry? You know, because I believe, I don't know. I I don't know. Princess seemed like she was too controlling as well. So. That could also play a part. That could. So. The one question that I have is like. How soon is too soon to fall in love with somebody? Like, if I'm asking myself that question, how soon is too soon to fall in love with somebody? I don't know. I'm I'm, going to probably say, like, I think, like, if we're typically speaking, I truly believe the whole six months thing, 
Like, you shouldn't fall in love with somebody before six months of knowing them. Because then after that six months, you're still going to need another six months to know that person. After those six months, you're going to need an additional six months. Like, the shit is constant, you know. So, how soon is too soon to fall in love with somebody? Too soon is anything maybe before a year, two years, maybe. Maybe. You know? Because it's just like, especially if if you've been with somebody for so long. And you're just used to that person. So then you got to start to figure out and wonder about another person and get to learn them and whatnot and shit. You feel me? It's just, it's a lot of work. (laughs) It's a lot of fucking work to understand somebody, to learn somebody, to love somebody. Like, all that is a lot of fucking work. So... I think if you're if you're up here talking about oh I love this person and you've only met this person for three months you didn't put in as much work as you thought you did you probably didn't even put in a third of work to actually know and understand the person that you're with to say that you're in love with them but then you you got other people that's going around here dating motherfuckers for like day shit dating or buried motherfuckers for like 10, 15 years, then they turn around, end up with somebody else and talk about, oh, I'm so in love. And it's only and only been with that person for six months. It's all a fluke. Like, that's bullshit. Like, I don't, I just don't believe, I don't know. Like, I believe people can get treated differently and can get loved differently, yes, but I don't believe that people can fall in love that easily. It's, I don't know. I don't know. Emotions are real fickle. Like, they really are. So, it's it's just something that you got to pay attention to, man. Um, I, I truly believe... Yeah, I, I truly believe that there are pros and cons when it comes to falling in love, you know. Either way, you're still putting your heart up at risk you know whether you have more pros than cons or whether you have more cons than pros when it comes to falling in love with somebody your heart will still be at risk you know and that's just something that you gotta be willing and ready for you know are you willing to take the heartbreaks that come your way are you willing to deal with the lies or are you willing to deal with the the hurt that comes behind loving somebody or are you just mainly focused on you know what good can come out of loving somebody because the one thing that people seem to always forget that when you have good with somebody you also have bad with somebody so you have to be able to balance the two you know even when it comes to the bad times that you have with your partner and whatnot, you just got to f- find it, find a way to where you can turn it around and make it to somewhat benefit you guys. It may not even be easy to do that, you know, but that's why there's two brains and not one. So it's not just something that 
you know, you just have to come up with all by your own. No, you have a partner that you can work with. And shit, I need to sometimes even take my own advice. And that's just me being completely honest, you feel me? Because there be times where I just, like, my communication skills, they suck. So if you know that you have communication problems and your skills are terrible, then I would honestly recommend taking some time out to yourself first um you know before you have whatever type of discussion that you're gonna have with your partner um take some time to think about what you want to say first because thinking off the pull of a trigger like that shit does not work and i'm still learning that you feel me i'm till this day like i'm still learning on what i can do or what I need to do to try and control me stopping my trigger from going off when it comes to like disagreements or when we, when it comes to us having type of arguments or, you know, whatever the case is. Um, cause me personally, I don't, I don't like arguing with my girlfriend, like, you know, because granted, I know we're going to argue, you know, that just comes with, being in love with somebody you know you know the arguments are going to come you just got to figure out a way to work around the arguments so that it's not you know something that you guys end up holding a grudge against towards each other because that's that's definitely one thing you don't want to do is hold a grudge against your partner like come on man it's your partner your partner is going to be there for you you feel me your partner is always going to have your side you know that's what your partner is there for as long as you're treating your partner the right way, you know, your partner's going to provide you the same shit double. But, <clears throat> yeah, man, it's just, I don't know. People just be so focused on what bad can happen if they get into a relationship. And it's like, I don't understand why you're so focused on that. Like, again, granted, you're going to go through it. Everybody goes through it, but you have to be able to figure out how to get around it, how to work with your partner towards it, you know, because if, especially if it's somebody that you want to grow with, I don't believe people that be like, Oh, well, if they cheat on me, then they don't want to, I don't believe that. Like if they cheat on you, they don't want to be with you. I, I'm, I'm going to give you a hard eh on that one. Like, I really am, because I just don't fully think that anybody that doesn't want to be with you is just going to be like, oh, well, yeah, I, I, well, I don't know. You might be an offset ass nigga. That, that's a whole different story, because we, I wonder if he does want to be with Cardi, though. I need to get an interview with Offset. Like, I really do. I, I'm going to make that happen. Give me like two years, and and I'm gonna have the I'm gonna have the information. We are gonna run this episode back, and I'm gonna talk to you guys about it, and get the information from Offset so he can discuss on why he kept cheating on Cardi B. And then I'm gonna see if he can slide me her number, cause I'm trying to see what that W A P does to a nigga. All right, no, but um. Yeah, man, in all seriousness, you know, I believe when it comes to 
creating relationships and building together. I believe friend, a friendship has to be created. Now, nigga, 10 years ago, me wouldn't have said this shit. All right. 10 years ago, me would have just been like, man, fuck that. Fuck a friendship. I'm not trying to be your friend first if I want to be with you. If I want to be with you, then I want to be your nigga right then and there. Like, I don't, I don't want to, we can get to know each other as time goes by. Nah, don't do that shit. Please don't. Like, you will run into complete train wreck by doing shit like that. All right? It's very important to get to know the person that you're wanting to be with. It's very important to, again, learn and understand the person that you're with. Because... The shit that you learn, you may not want to deal with. You know, you may, you may be like, eh, "This ain't my cup of tea," so I don't, I don't think I'm gonna move forward with this with you. I might try to see what else is out there, you know. But we can still be cool, you know. Being friends with your partner, or at least somebody that you want to be your partner, you know. Is a dope connection to have because let's say you guys don't work together, but you know, you guys are still good to each other and you'll still take care of each other in some type of aspect or in some type of way possible. You guys will be there for one another, you know, so it's cool to keep people around and just be like, oh, well, shit, you know, just because it didn't work out with us doesn't mean I'm not going to have your back. No, if you need me, still hit me up, you know, if you need to talk or if you need advice or anything i'm always just a phone call or a text away we can always discuss some shit like relationships like that are always dope to have as well um i recommend it and i recommend being friends with somebody for as long as you feel is necessary for you So don't just be friends with somebody just to be like, oh, well, I want to be your friend so I can be your boyfriend next. Nah, don't don't even set it up that way. You know, let it be. What's the word I'm looking for? Let it be considerate. Not considerate, but you, you know where I'm going. Like, let it be genuine. Let it be real genuine. Um, you know, let let all that love build up and grow inside. You know, if there's love between the two of you and you guys know that it's there, eventually it'll get there. You know, don't try to force it. Again, I, I believe being a friend a friend first is important before you start that relationship. Much needed. Um there's there's some shit, man. Like it's crazy because you gotta you gotta think like like I said with all the breakups that's going on and whatnot. Like think of the healing process that everybody has to go through now, nigga. It ain't never easy to heal, okay? Never, because the one thing I know is like when it comes to healing and shit, especially when you're healing from somebody that you thought was the love of your life. Somebody that you knew you was going to be with forever and for eternity and then turn around and not end up being with them or 
them not wanting to be around you and whatnot, like shit like that still hurts. Cause then that shit's always going to play in the back of your mind while you're healing. And it's like, damn, well, what the fuck do I got to do to heal? Bro, time. Time. Like, and I know that's, that's the, that may be the worst answer for motherfuckers that's going through the breakups at that moment. It, it may just be the worst thing to tell a motherfucker, well, you know, I know things are hard for you right now, and I know this is not somebody that you want to be with, but eventually time will tell, or eventually you'll be able to get over it while time passes by. Telling a motherfucker that while they're going through a heartbreak is going to piss them off in the side, because it's like, damn, I really got to wait. Like, who the fuck said I want to wait fucking two years to get over this heartbreak? You feel me? Because it's definitely not going to take months. And I don't understand people that be like, oh, yeah, I used to be in love with this person, but I stopped loving them after two months and got with somebody else. Like, bro, you ain't even really healing for real. You know, you're still being as toxic as possible. It's, I don't know, man. I, I just, I just feel like people need to be able to take time to themselves after their breakup. It's important, and it, you may not know how long it may take you. Again, it's, it's devastating for you. I know, I get it. But you need to be able to learn the new you. Because, nigga, after a breakup, of course, you're not going to go back to the person that you was before. You're definitely going to look at things at a totally different aspect. So with you looking at things at a different aspect, of course, you're just going to be more cautious about shit. You're going to be more aware of who you bring in your life. You're going to be more aware of who you want in your life. Like, take the time that you need. At the end of the day, that's that's what matters the most, you know. Protecting you. Because after a breakup, it ain't going to be nothing but a bunch of motherfuckers that just can't wait to add on <laughs> to your little heartbreak. And I don't mean to offend you when I say your little heartbreak. I really don't. But don't don't let people in your life that don't give a fuck about you. No. But, man, god damn, I just wish the black love would continue, bro. Like like I said, I'm not too sure what's going on, but it just seemed like a lot of people are just dispersing. I'm not too sure. The last thing that I was going to mention today is still justice for Breonna Taylor. Um, I'm, I'm ashamed. At Louisville, Kentucky. Um, I, be- I can't even go further into it because I want to look more into it. I'm going to be completely honest with you guys. So before I continue this topic, I'm just going to advise you right now that we will continue this discussion on the next episode. A black people episode will be coming back to you. Fuck Louisville, Kentucky. $12 million is a lot of fucking money, but fuck Louisville, Kentucky for giving the family of Breonna Taylor that settlement, and they still need to get the justice that was served 
for them losing their daughter because when no reason to. She shouldn't have never lost her life in the first place. So, with that being said, I appreciate your guys' time. Again, this is just another podcast show. I am your favorite podcast host. That's me. I am from Jupiter. This was episode 18, Riding Out to Summer Tunes. Uh, shout out to my nigga Bryson Tiller. We about to end the show with that new joint. Um, ooh, damn. I, w- I wasn't even supposed to tell y'all that, for real, because I'm pretty sure you're listening to this via Apple. But, again, if you're not listening to the episode on SoundCloud, check out the, check out the music for the episode. And you guys understand the title for the show. All right? Peace out. Episode 19 will be out soon.